This is Study Sessions, brought to you by Sex Ed Debunked. In these mini-sodes, we'll discuss a myth suggested to us by listeners like you. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sex Ed Debunked to suggest new myths, provide your own show notes, and give us ideas for what to talk about next. Now take some notes. The study group is in session. This is Study Sessions, a bi-weekly mini-sode brought to you by Sex Ed Debunked, where we cover topics given to us by you, our listeners. And sometimes topics that we think you might just be interested to learn a little something about. <laughs> like, for example? Like, like today. So today, I'm coming to you all live from my vacation at Hedonism 2, which is a clothing optional resort in the Grill, Jamaica. That we've mentioned on some other podcasts, but we thought maybe it would be an interesting opportunity to discuss the question or the comment that I hear most often. What do you think that might be, Shannon? So are you naked the whole time? (laughs) Yes, that's one question. And the answer to that is, well, first of all, it's clothing optional. So you can have your clothes on the whole time if you want. But other than that, You are supposed to cover, as they say here, your naughty bits at (laughs) mealtime. But other than that, but other than that, you can be as optional as you want to be. In particular, here, one of the things that's really fun is the opportunity, really, to dress really, really, really sexy if you want to. So they have a lot of theme nights with costumes, and you can wear clothes and outfits that you might feel a little shy about you know, in your real life, so to speak. And here you can kind of be, you know, your most sexy, most erotic self and just kind of feel free. So is this your first time at hedonism or are you a regular? (laughs) I wouldn't say regular, but it's not my first time. But I can speak to my first experience here. And that is one of the other comments that I get from people is a variation of, isn't it weird to be naked in public or isn't it weird to be naked around strangers? (laughs) When was your first time going to hedonism? The first time we went was about six years ago. And of course, as everyone knows, your dad is a travel writer and we actually went as because he was writing about it. Uh So our first experience wasn't I wouldn't say it was involuntary, but it was more out of curiosity, not out of a real like, oh, gosh, I really want to go here. And we were curious, too. You know, we had the same questions like, do we have to get naked? Will it be weird? And I will be honest with you. He took it. And I'm being honest with the listeners, too, because here I am doing like a podcast about sexuality. Took me a couple of days. Took me a couple of days to, to get from the clothing optional to being topless. And here, if you want to go to the nude beach, you have to be nude. (laughs) So the whole resort is clothing optional, except they really want to create a space where the nude side of the beach, that everyone's nude, because that is part of what leads to the comfort level of everybody being in the same place. Right. So, um, So I did talk to some other vacationers here and wanted to ask them the same question I always hear. So, so yeah, so let's, let's get into that. But also just, you know, you've gone a couple of times now you, you started going six years ago. Now it's six years later. What's the sort of 
I want to say demographic makeup, but I what I really mean by that is, you know, is it singles? Is it couples? Is it married couples? Like, you know, give me an idea of the mix of the people that go to hedonism. Well, so hedonism is just one example of a clothing optional resort. Um, for hedonism, I would say it covers all ages and pretty much, I wouldn't say all like demographics in terms of social class, because it's not inexpensive to come here, sure. mm-hmm. but in terms of race, ethnicity, um, sexuality, yes, it's diverse. Though I would say it's not very gender diverse. Um, there's a, you know, you don't see that quite as much here, um, quite as much trans, but you do see definitely um, bisexual, lesbian activity. So it's a fairly cisgendered environment, but sexual orientation diverse. I would agree with that. That's a that's a good assessment. Um, I would also say who's who's there on a given week depends. And one of the things this resort does, which is helpful, is they tell you what groups are going there on a given week. So yeah. before you decide to go on a trip like this, you can have a sense of, like for example, I wouldn't go during Young Swingers Week, Wait, but I'm not I'm not, not thirty anymore. <laughs> I'm just not there anymore. But on the flip side of things, the group. The group that we're with this year uh, is a group that we met a couple of years ago is actually predominantly black. So we're the minorities, which is kind of an interesting space to be in. I'm learning a lot about hip hop music. I'm learning a lot about, you know, blues music and music sure. that I don't usually listen to. And it's pretty great, actually, to be in an environment you get where all you know, cultured that. and stuff. <laughs> I'm trying, Shannon. So you, you asked a bunch of people about their experience what kind of questions did you ask people so i asked them the question that i usually get asked like hey so if somebody asked asked you why you're here isn't it weird to be naked in front of strangers so here's the responses i got and i'm going to tell you they were pretty darn consistent Mm -hmm. so one of them was everyone here's in the same space so without without clothes we actually get to be our most authentic selves because, and this one person was really profound, letting go of clothes lets you go, like lets you let go of so much else too. So the consistent thread was, um, it can be hard at first, but once you do it within five to 10 minutes, you forgot you're naked. Yeah. So well, that cool. reminds me of when we did the episode with Lucas from Mr. Sister and we talked about, you know, how awkward it can be the first time going into an erotica shop or a sex shop or an adult entertainment store. And at first you're like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I can't believe I'm here. But then you realize, well, every, everyone else is here. too, So you kind of have that experience of, well, I guess I don't need to feel that weird about it because everyone else is doing the same damn thing. Exactly. And, and every single person I talk to here said it's freeing that's the word i heard over and over and over again um you know we ha- well we have an episode coming up next week talking about reclaiming your body and your body positivity and mm-hmm. we didn't talk about this option but this is an option um obviously you don't have to travel to jamaica but there are clothing optional there's actually a clothing optional campground right in Connecticut, just so you know. Um, and a couple of places. Gosh, I sure was wondering it's for the pro <laughs> I'm just saying it's a way to kind of just experience a, a different kind of freedom. Um, 
Yeah. And I mean, there are, of course, cultural taboos around nudity, right? I mean, nudity itself is not sexual. Like, I know that the, of course, hedonism encompasses a lot more things. The resort is very sex positive, but it reminds me of a few years ago, I went to um, a children's film festival. And one of the films that they showed at the festival was, you know, it was a short film. It was like five minutes long. And the first four minutes and 20 seconds were this young girl who was trying to put a towel over herself and try to change out of her clothes and into her bathing suit. But she's at a beach, so she's trying to cover it and it's super awkward and she can't do it and it's gross and it's like, oh, God, and all to do with my body. And then the last, you know, 10, 15 seconds of the movie just pans over to an older couple who just gets nude and runs into the water. And <laughs> you know, the idea of it, of course, is that like you get older and a lot of your inhibitions go away and you get more comfortable with your body. But we were this was at a children's film festival and the person that ran the festival got so many complaints. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you showed nudity. I can't believe blah, blah. And it was the least sexual thing in the world. It was two, you know, late 70 something elderly folks, not sexual objects, not there to be items of desire. They were just running into the ocean. So it's good to remember that nudity itself is not actually problematic. It's it's okay. It's how we come into the world. It's how we'll go back to it, you know? Well, and it's and you know, that leads to another comment I got from someone else that I spoke with saying, here we are at a beach. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It's sunny. Why should we put putting on clothes? <laughs> right. Why are we adorning ourselves in clothing? Right. Just sweating our balls off. Like they're just <laughs> exactly. Like if you put the flip side on it, isn't our culture a little whack telling us that we have to put clothes on to, to go out to go be in water? Yeah. I don't put clothes on when I shower. I don't put clothes on when I take a bath. Why am I doing it to get in the ocean? <laughs> exactly. Fair um, point. <laughs> but to get back to your other point that you know. Clothing optional resorts like this, there are many clothing optional resorts that are just naturist and nudist and has have absolutely no sexual component to them mm-hmm. at all. Um, and here at Hito, it does have both, but it's very clear that it's it's very optional. You don't have to feel like, oh, I can't go here because I'm not a swinger or I'm not in the lifestyle. You can just be be you. And there's no judgment with that either. Um, so gonna, that's another thread. What I was going to ask is, you know, obviously, because it is keto and there are, you know, both options, there's the option to just participate and be nude or there is like, you know, up in that game, right, to be more involved in the swinger lifestyle, whatever. So I'm curious how at a resort like that, how do they sort of enforce that, I guess, for lack of a better term? Like, what's the sort of social agreement when you go to a place like keto? Um, Very similar to what we've talked about in other episodes about the kink culture, highly, highly consensual. In fact, um, the group that I'm with, they had a quote, Hito 101 little session this afternoon to make sure that everyone knew that. So knew that consent is always required just because you're at Hito doesn't mean you're consenting to any type of sexual activity. Interestingly, there's one group here that has colored wristbands and each color represents what you're open to. Interesting. Yeah. So that's super helpful too. Um, The other thing about the nudity aspect that I hear from a lot of people is the fear about, well, I'm no model. Sure. I'm not all that attractive. I have a little extra. I, I had, I had two babies. I had surgery. I've had this, that, and the other thing. But I would guess that part of what is sort of an equalizer is that you're not there to be ogled. Everyone is nude, right? Exactly. 
when I was in Greece like a month ago, we went we went to a beach at night. We were like, let's go skinny dipping. That's great. And you're skinny dipping, right? So it's just for fun. You're not that it's not a sexual thing. It's like we none no, of us it's just fun. Us running into the ocean. And the next day at dinner, somebody brought up a comment. They were like, you know, um, something, something, something about my boobs. And I was like, Oh, I don't yeah, I don't and she's like, Well, you've seen them. And I was like, What? <laughs> And then I realized what he was referring to is that we had all gone skinny dipping. And I'm like, well, I didn't like see them. Like, that's not what I was there for. I wasn't there to like look at you. But it sounds like that's a lot of like what that experience is at Hedo and other similar resorts. Is like, we're not there to look at you. We're just there to have an experience. Well, and here's the thing, Shan. On the one hand, it is absolutely true. It's a judgment-free zone because everyone has the, brings their own bodies to the table but that's not to say we aren't human and you don't appreciate a particularly well-built, sure. yeah. athletic, attractive person. But on the other hand, you're not looking at people and going, oh, why are they not wearing clothes? Like, everyone's not wearing clothes. Welcome to the party. Exactly. And everyone is just like, when you have no clothes on, what, what people care about is your smile and your energy and whether you can have a conversation. And and it's, I see it so cute and so funny that so many women are like, I love your nails. I love your hair. I love your hat, you know, and everyone finds something else to compliment other than clothes. You know? God, it makes it so much easier to pack. <laughs> well, it does. You're, like, you're, not, you're not wrong. Just underwear. That's it. Occasionally, not even the whole time. Just enough to cover your unmentionables at dinner is what I'm hearing. Well, what, what I do say, and people do joke about that because we actually tend to bring a lot on this trip because there's a lot of costumes and you do feel like you want to dress up. Sure. So you, you don't have any practical clothes, um, except you do have some pretty like fancy flamboyant ones. Like tonight is Barbie night. So I have a hot pink dress. Now, I wouldn't wear that at home. That's for sure. Is dad going as Ken or like, what are we working with here? Uh, he's going as Ken. Yeah, he's going to do the Ken. He can also go as Barbie. It's 2023. He could, but I don't, he didn't have time to get a costume. He didn't have time to get <laughs> so, he, didn't, he didn't have an appropriate, appropriate hot pink dress. To- so in your experience, what is, what is it about, not just like a nudist resort, but a place like Hedo that is appealing to you that makes you want to go back? That's a great question, Shannon, and um, probably a brave question for you to ask your mom, too. <laughs> well, you know, we're... <laughs> but I would say um, it's all of it. There's a, It's an atmosphere that's so um, fun and open and accepting. And, you know, me and dad have traveled to an awful lot of resorts, especially in the Caribbean, um, for his work, just to see places. And there is seriously no friendlier a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone is smiling. Everyone's happy to be there. And people just come up to each other and start chatting. And, you know, the people that were with in this group and the people that we met a couple of years ago, um, we still talk to. And we still, you know, well, I should say daddy still talks to because he's the one who stays in touch with everybody. I just found out that a couple that we met two years ago that we've stayed in touch with just invited us to their wedding next year at St. Augustine. So how lovely mm-hmm. is that? Lovely. So, it's a place to make me meet friends in a different context where the first question isn't what's your job the first question is what do you do for fun and it's really great to be in a place like that i love that um i think probably a question that would pop up in our listeners minds almost immediately is holy shit you went there with your husband (laughs) how did that you know you went the first time obviously for dad's work but then what was the conversation like of you know like let's let's go there again for fun on our own dime I'll tell you what's interesting, Chan. The, the second trip that we took, 
for, with our own was with Nan Pierce, who was one of our guests mm-hmm. in our earlier episodes. And she was running a workshop about sexual empowerment for women. And that? the take of her entire week was designed for women and the men who love them. Oh, I love that. And it was, it was, there was a lot of single women. It was an opportunity to, um, she ran workshops talking about pleasure, but also talking about, we did um, touch exercises and couples yoga. And it was such a wonderful experience, but it was a good way for me to go back to Hito and to say, well, it's not just about the nudist. It's not just about the lifestyle because me and dad were not in the lifestyle. And I had followed Nan's work for so long and I wanted to meet her desperately. And she, she did not disappoint. And so the group that we're with this year is part of her team because she's no longer doing the workshops here at Hito. So by part of her team is continuing it. So that's why we went back with the same people. Well, I would love, I would love if you would suggest if it's not already in the works, it seems like that workshop could also just be people, a workshop for people, for the people that love them. It sounds like there's some opportunity to branch out and go beyond the binary. And I might, it's possible, Shannon, that I misspoke. Sure, um, yeah. Because I don't, it was a couple of years well, it ago. Sounds and- like it's kind of <laughs> very open. And despite the fact that it does seem like it's a lot of cis folk, obviously, if you're talking about different orientations and different relationship structures, it seems like any workshop that's about people and the people that love them and vice versa would be a really powerful experience. And and right now they're doing they're doing the Kama Shutra workshops that we talked about a few episodes ago. So they're running sure, those yeah. types of things. But you know what, Shannon? Someday I might be the one running those workshops. I was going to say, when are we going to get the sex debunked uh, trip to heat up? <laughs> you stay on your side of the resort. I'll see you on mine. You can. That seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just have a schedule and we'll just know where we are at yeah. different times. Don't cross my side of the room. God. <laughs> no. Well, this has been a very interesting study session. Opening session. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, and I think this is great. It's a great episode. It's important. You know, I think a lot of people think that it's so out of bounds and so wild. But to you, it's kind of like, yeah, you have to take the leap. But once you do, everyone's just there to like enjoy themselves without the superficiality of materialism. So, yep. Great. Yep. Um, but was there anything else before we wrapped up? Any other comments or, you know, responses you got from any folks that you talked to that you would want to share? Um, I think the bottom line was that everyone kept saying that word freeing, freeing, freeing. Mm-hmm. And personalities can shine through when you're not worried about how you look, <laughs> which sure. is a pretty wonderful thing. Yeah, pretty great. Well, on that note, tune into our episode next week, all of our listeners, where we um, talked to Tara Galliano, um, author of Reconnecting with My Body, where we talk about body positivity, body image, and reconnecting yourself and your sexuality, because it is very much related to this topic today. Um, we'll get a little bit more into the academic research, and we'll talk to Tara about her experience coaching um, with sexual empowerment coaching. Um, and yeah, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot them over our way to uh, sexeddebunked at gmail.com or send us a message at any of the socials at sexeddebunked. And in the meantime, mom, enjoy the rest of your trip. I'm planning on it, sweetie. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Sex Ed Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media in Providence, Rhode Island. Our sound producer is Ezra Winters with production assistance from Shay Weintraub.